Every day we wait, they get stronger. Let's take them by surprise. For the greater good, call it what you will. Let's call it war. Word One Sati with Andor, and we're talking about each and every episode of Disney Plus original series on Going Rogue. My name's Dylan Blunt, and joining me, Ashley Hobley. Oh, sorry. Nobody was listening, I thought. Wow. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Very good. When did you think of that? At what point during the, the process? As soon as, the, as soon as you started talking. Okay, good. Oh, thinking, on the, thinking on the spot. Okay, good done. Uh, this week's episode is titled, as Ash just gave away, Nobody's Listening. The director of which was Toby Haynes. It was written by Bo Willimon. Synopsis was under intense scrutiny while imprisoned. Cassinian makes allies, uh, makes allies plan an impossible escape. What do you think of this week's episode, Ash? Yeah, another good episode. Obviously, getting a little bit. It's, it's probably a little bit boring. Like going coming in saying every episode of Andor was pretty good. So, <laughs> um, you know, obviously we got. Uh, more of the prison elements. We learned a little about more connections that we didn't expect. Uh, what else? How you know we get? Uh, yeah, a little bit more of everything. You know, we get more uh, Deidre. Uh, I'll tell you fun. one person we don't get. Who? No Luthen this episode. No Luthen. No Saw. Oh. Disappointed. Thought, thought that was interesting. I'm pretty sure he's been in every episode since the first one. Surely, Luthen. Pretty close, even a little bit, so. Hmm. If not a quick scene. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, it was obviously a really good episode. The, the slow sort of build up again to obviously what's going to be, a, I'm sure, an action-packed uh, prison escape se- sequence is going to be really exciting. I feel like there's, I, I just like that, I'm very much enjoying this being a series and not a movie, because I if you try and there's so many elements you just rush through if this was actually mm. a movie um this is one of those times where being a disney plus show as much as i'm like fuck it would be good to get a star wars movie again you know something to watch <laughs> big screen <laughs> remember those disney um this definitely feels like it's just it's so much suited to the the longer form because yep. each episode we're getting all these little tidbits and uh, building upon the characters and and it's even moments like because we keep saying and we keep talking about how what is the moment? What is the moment that's going to push Cassian? But now watching this episode, I'm like, maybe it's not a moment. Maybe it's just all the small moments where, yeah, you know, I feel like Kinda maybe collectively. that's the point. Yeah. Instead of looking for that one big moment that pushes him to finally become the the rebel that we think of, I feel like it's just all these little small moments, like having to see um, that old dude, like, die. Olaf, yeah. And then knowing after, because, yeah, I'm sort of skipping to the end because I, I guess it was the, the sort of, Typical part of the episode, but knowing that even if he had have survived his next thirty days, he was mm. never getting out. That's the well. That's the, that's the thing, right? They said that yeah. you know someone got out and they got put on another level. Yeah, but someone recognized him or something. So I, I guess in the, in there, or he told somebody, right? If you you're like, hey, I'm getting out. Oh shit! You put me on another level. What the fuck is this? <laughs> True. I guess maybe they thought they could just. I don't know control it or something like that but yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense on the empire side really like you know i mean i i don't know if we don't know if they're they're like taking him all the way up to the top and then just like planting drugs on him or something you know what i mean like yeah 
back down you go sort of thing like or is it literally he they transport it, you know or or they at least try attempting to make it look like the they the prisoners deserve to be back in there i don't know mm. um but i really loved so obviously at the start of the episode we get to see that cassian we don't know how long it's been either is the, is the thing like it's definitely mm. long enough that he's comfortable. It's hard to say because obviously we got cut straight from the end of last episode with Bix. Yeah. So we don't know how long Andor's been in the prison. So No. I don't feel like he's going to, like, he's not going to have waited around long before kicking into motion and trying to find a way out. But I don't feel like it was the next day. I feel like it's at least been. No, he's like kind of made connections with other people who have like bind. Yeah. yeah. Like so he's, he's found about- the. Yeah, I was going to say, he's found the the few people who are willing to make a move and I guess suss that out in some way, including the yep. dude he's talking to at the start of the episode who's not actually on his table. And that seems mm. to be the person he's planning the uh, escape plan with the most, which was interesting. So he's found Well, I think to- it's the person doing the sign language, right? I don't think it I'm was. Not- no? I thought it was someone else. Yeah. So, I, okay. I mean, I could be the same. Might be a little bit too else. obvious. Yeah. No. <laughs> um... The but yeah, so his his plan at the start of the episode, I guess, is to very slowly between his toilet breaks, I guess, um, each shift to saw away at this or chip away at this pipe, which would do, do something, something, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the because come it, sort of it, some sort of maintenance issue, you would yeah. assume they would be forced to come down the elevator. Um, yeah, I guess. And you know they they're sussing out like little th- every little thing, you know. You know, they're, they're, yeah, so they're saying, like, when anything that moves, they, they figure out or are assuming anything that moves, like the platform and elevator, that isn't actually electrify, because when they get a prisoner on it and they're just, if they do something wrong, they're zapping them and not actually using the floor. So mm. that's their, their sign and reason for all that, which I guess makes sense. But yeah, very, they're trying to piece all the, the stuff together, but he just doesn't have the old information he needs or the numbers to do a prison escape, but he will by the end of the episode. Um, and I really like the, the come around for Andy Andy circus's character. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the thing is we know Cassian's in, we know Cassian's in after doing nothing. Well, we know the reason that Cassian was arrested was bullshit. Cassian <laughs> deserves to be arrested for something else. But the reason he, he was, was put- He was at the wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, He was in the wrong place, wrong time. So it just got me thinking that, because you try and understand this character, this Andy Circus character, who's the first time we meet him, and Andy Circus is so good, by the way. Like, yeah, I, I, he's fantastic. He's, yeah. he's very fucking good. Um, the first time you meet this character last episode, he's, you know, straight away, like, I'm in charge. He just seems like he's, you know, he's playing them. He's, he's working for the man, you know? He's-, he's yeah. He's part of the Empire. But I was thinking about it more. I'm like, well, he... And this episode adds a lot to it where he probably thinks he's doing the right thing. As far as we know, he probably did do something wrong, has accepted he did something wrong, and assumes that anyone else coming into the prison did something also wrong. And, yeah. and assumes the system... He, he's doing the system and what he thinks is right. However, yeah. by the end of the episode, a little by little... He finds out details and whatever else. He starts to question and realize that he's getting completely fucked over. And he's, um, yeah, he's, yeah. So we get to see that he's not actually in love with the Empire and willing to do all that stuff. He no. was, yeah, I think he was just trying to do the right thing. And he assumed that everyone else had done something wrong because he'd done something wrong. And you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I think his character actually was. Mm. But yeah, I, I mean, watching this episode, I, the whole time I'm just thinking, like, just in several of those scenes, I'm like, fuck. 
And he's like, it's really good. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. It's amazing he's in Star Wars for the first time here. It's crazy. He's really, really good. They should like cast him in a movie or something. <clears throat> should have been Oscar nominated for something by now, you'd think. <clears throat> Playing an ape, maybe. <clears throat> yep. What? Was that? Sorry. No, what? Um the yeah, so I, I really liked all the, the prison stuff. The interesting thing, and I didn't know this, did you um completely didn't talk about this last week because I didn't click onto it or anything else like that, but I'm sure you've seen all these stories, but there was actually another character. <laughs> like we're talking about last week when Saul Guerrero shows up and all this sort of mm. stuff. But yeah, so one of the other inmates in the on the table with Cassian is actually a character that's in Rogue One. Um character's called Ruscott Maleshi. It's played by Duncan Powell. Same uh, same actors playing him here as was in Rogue One. Um, he's one of the people who go down to Scarif um, and help steal the Death Star plans and everything like that. And you see a couple other scenes with them interacting throughout the movie and, um, and sort of implies that the two of them are, uh, are close and stuff like that. So it's... We'll say another. It's interesting because we'll say another week how all the characters being placed in this and the little small cameos and stuff like that. None of them mm. actually feel like cameos; they just feel like stuff that makes sense. Just I feel like nothing world, is a, yeah. yeah. I feel like nothing is a bigger example of this than random dude from Rogue One who you see Cassian interact with a few times being placed in here as a meeting place for them, but they don't make it super obvious that. To the point where in the last episode they were like, hey, you know, a scene where they talk heaps and, you know, as an audience member, you're like, is this a character I'm supposed to know? Like, you, you never do that because they don't really interact. They just have a normal level of interaction, which is barely any. <laughs> um, and, it, yeah, it took for the internet to start, like, pointing out. I never realized. I see these articles going up like, hey, that dude's actually from Rogue One. I was like, I don't know. I, I kind of like that. It's okay. just subtle, like, connection between characters and, like, yeah. placing these breadcrumbs of what will become Cassian's crew um i guess uh and not doing it in a highly like hey i'm a cameo you know it's just like yeah la di da it's just like he's there <laughs> right yeah i thought that was kind of cool did you see this already or no you hadn't seen this no i hadn't seen this so yeah, yeah that's cool you know sorry um spoilers that dude's making it out <laughs> <laughs> that guy's gonna live that guy's gonna live andy circus's character i don't know but this dude definitely making it out um, what else do we have happening this episode? So, of course, the other things we had happening were um, Mom Mothma. Now, I don't know. Had this been revealed that her cousin was... Um, no, I think that was revealed here. Yeah, that was supposed to be a surprise good kid. Because I'm watching it going, this is a surprise, right? Like, I, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't supposed to have known this, was I? Um, yeah, what, what, what the fuck's her name? I can't remember her Vel. name. Vel. Um, yeah, what do you think of that connection between two of them and their interactions? Very and, surprising. Yeah. But, you know, I guess... Interesting. Does it? I feel like I don't think it makes sense, but you know, it works. I don't know. Like, I feel like at this stage they're talking about this close knit. Um, Mon Mothma is the one who's talking about like trying to keep the everything on the down low, not bringing more people in. So, like her having like it being a family member when she's the one Mm. trying to keep it the sort of a close knit group of rebels or whatever that sort of makes sense that it would be someone in the family i really love that scene at the dinner party there where her husband's like oh gotta get married there'll be no one left at your age all this stuff and every smart ass remark she came back you could just see mom mothman in the background like smirking at her and all this yeah i thought that was really cool it was nice to see mon mothma with someone on her side do you know what i mean yeah we're so used to seeing her in her house just miserable so yeah um so then the other thing that's gonna assume cross over to next week's episode is uh, so she's trying to work out how to cover up her tracks with this money 
laundering. Her, I guess, yeah, whatever. Money laundering. I don't know. <laughs> or whatever she's got going on there. Um, and she's old mate who uh, her husband implies she's having an affair with. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> doesn't seem to really care. Thinks, but yeah. I don't think he even really cares, to be honest. But mm. um, he says you need to get like 400,000 credits. Uh, put back into account before they're scanned or whatever. I guess it, it sounds like they scan people's bank accounts like it's a, uh, you know, like yearly you do your taxes yearly. It yeah, sounds like it, maybe it, that sort of. Maybe not money laundering, more like tax fraud. Yeah. Yeah, tax fraud or evasion or something like that. Yeah. So they're saying about like mon- your money being scanned or your credits being your bank scanned. It sounds to me like a, a tax thing, like we would have tax. Like you just do your taxes every year. They've got a scan coming up or something. So yeah. you need to get this I money mean, in I mean, it's that. And also they're like, oh, where did this 400,000 credits suddenly go? What did you spend it? On. Yeah, and they have That's no. Weird. Yeah, uh, so she needs to get a four hundred thousand dollar credit loan from somewhere, of which old mate offers up uh, an apparent criminal underworld uh, solution for, which where I assume we're going to meet with next week and see how that goes. I mean, she's going to agree to do it. I feel like is the there's no way. Um, it's going to be her first step into the to, to working with more seedier characters. I feel. And I guess, because I feel like Mon Mothma's arc in this season is less, like, you know, you're watching Cassian and I feel like anyone watching the show is like, all right, the arc of his show is Cassian becoming a, someone who doesn't care about the rebellion to, does care about the rebellion. Mon Mothma's is a little bit more trickier because it's, again, a character that's barely even in the movies. But from the outset, I think her arc is just supposed to be how she goes from wanting to, you know, like saying to, um... Fuck, I'm forgetting every character's name. Saying to... What the fuck is Peter? What's his folks? Um, Luthen. Saying to Luthen, you know, like, we got to keep the, you know, small-knit type group. Don't bring in random people. She doesn't want to do this. Wants to, like, I think she's not... She needs to, at some stage, realize that to get the rebellion working, to get it done, going to have to start making some moves. Going to have to work with some unsavory characters you know, like gonna have to cross some lines. You know, these sorts of these sorts of things. I feel like that maybe that's going to be her her sort of arc, and that's that's going to be part of it. Um, and then we have uh, over on uh, the side of weird. You've got old mate Cyril and um, Dedra. Cyril Dedra. being a creepy stalker. Yeah, so, yeah. Cyril creeping out, stalking Dedra uh, as she. Attempts to go to work. That was a very weird scene. But, you know, he's literally like, I come here sometimes to watch because I know where it's where you work. <laughs> you and I, we belong together. <laughs> we, yeah. When I'm in your presence, it just makes me want to live again. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. So what did you make of all the, yeah, the serial and the, the Dedra stuff, I guess? Uh, it's really weird, but I think it's setting up, you know, serial to be called upon some down, point down the line, even though she's like, kind of freaked out by him a little bit uh yeah he he's very weird and like very stalkery and like weird you know, like <laughs> and he's lying to his mom as well you know about stay bit- out of my private box <laughs> yeah but i guess he did technically get a promotion so um <laughs> my, my most creepy thing in this whole episode is that that Five, six seconds where he's just slurping down that blue milk. Very loud. Like, <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, dude. Chill out. I like how after he says he's getting a job too, his mum's big uh, 
big pat on the back as she pours him another bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> good job, dear. Here, have some more yeah. fruit loops. So that was good. Um, meanwhile, Dedra is uh, off torturing uh, Bix, yeah. which is... I like the way that it is. I love the whole... I love this whole backstory towards the torture device. I thought that was really yeah. interesting. And I like the way they shot it and done it too, where they don't even dare play the sound to the audience. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it's silence. Like, yeah. I love the way they've removed sound, except for, yeah. you know, you see her Peach's reaction, yeah. Yeah. I like the way they put that all together. But yeah, that just old mate, the doctor or whatever, just telling that story of, you know, these people, they wouldn't agree to the planet. They wouldn't agree to let us, like, start mining their planet. It's like, yeah, of course they fucking wouldn't because it's their planet. <laughs> And it's like, you know, so the Emperor did, the Empire did what they had to do. In other words, they fucking killed them all. With, um, you and know, then we have we this recording. We need to make sure it was recorded and yeah. witnessed, you know. <laughs> for, uh, for the purpose for of showing. For shits and giggles. Yeah, I don't know, to show the Emperor, I'm sure, or some bullshit. But, you know, we, we discovered there was these screams and the people would go crazy listening to them. But we found the best ones. We found the ones where the kids are we'll dying. So we're going to yeah, play you those. Yeah, cuts. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, this is really messed up, but. It's sort the best of, of. Yeah. It's messed up, but also cool, like as a. A background, like I'm coming into this thing, and oh yeah, let's just see the stupid torture robot thing come out that we've all seen in Star Wars and all that sort of shit before. But then when he just swings around, he's like, "Nah, mate, I got a, I got a pair of headphones." I was like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> going old school." <laughs> yeah, old school's the new school. No AirPods in the Star Wars universe. No, no, no. no massive headsets. Massive set of Bose headphones. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I thought that that was really really cool and. Yeah, just her. She's holding on, but at the same time, like, she doesn't really know anything. That's why I feel bad for her, you know? Yeah. What's, what's she going to say? Last time I spoke to him was like a month ago. I don't know where he went. At the end of the day, I don't know what she's getting out of him. Or I don't mm. know what De- Dedra's could even get out of Bix. That no. would help her get Cassian. I don't think there's anything. Well, I mean, you know, she found out about Cassian's mom, and I suspect that's clearly going to be. There's no way that he doesn't go visit her as soon as he breaks out of prison, you know? Even though she's completely surrounded by rebels and empire, yeah, unbeknownst oh, to Andor, yeah. he's Cassian is watching his mum die at the end of this show. Yeah, that's yeah. I feel like that's a a given. Surely he's going to um, go through the seal thing that she was try- she broke her back trying to bring <laughs> up. Yeah, maybe. You know. <laughs> Thanks, mum. You did it. Uh, anything else from this episode that uh, missed or new shout out? No, I think we covered most of it. You know, it was just you know very sad. Pretty straightforward. Like, just sort of- I think it was interesting that the medic was clearly a pris- prisoner as well. Like, and he's you know he's like fuck. I'm ca- I can't save anybody. It's like really all he's pretty much like a vet, like putting people down. It seems like uh, very messed up. So. Yeah, that that final shot, you know, of Andor going how many guards are there per level, and Andy Circus finally answering him after telling him before to get those thoughts out of your head and yeah, you know, never think about that and whatever else. I just love it. Yeah, he says it, and just the way Andy Circus doesn't like without skipping a beat, he's like eleven per level, or you know, like whatever the yeah twelve. Per, he, he's 12. like he's on board. He's never on board more than twelve. Now. That's it. Yeah, never more than twelve. So it's like, yeah, I thought that was a really great way there to see. It fade out on that on that credit sort of thing yeah all right that'll do it for this week's episode of 
Rogue One, thank you for joining us. Uh, please subscribe to Holocron Entries, of course, the Star Wars podcast that you're listening to. Includes other shows like The Mandalorians, very bad batch, and uh, other things that uh, on the feed. Uh, follow our Twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter and join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to donate as little as a dollar to help out the show. And until next week, keep on rebelling.